Some new research suggests that many of us could be doing more to clean up around the house, especially when it comes to avoiding allergies. Dust mites and even our pets can cause a real problem for lots of people, but there are some things we can do to make life easier. To learn more, I'm joined by How Clean Is Your House star and cleaning expert Aggie McKenzie and Dr. Rob Hicks. Hello. Hello there. Now, just how dirty are we in Britain? (laughs) That's a very good question. (laughs) Well, it turns out, according to um, Phillips Home Truths Report, a third of Brits wash their bedsheets once a month. Once a month. And one in five of us never clean our mattresses, which is a well-known breeding ground for dust mites. That doesn't sound good. No, not good at all. And especially for people who have allergies, that can't be good for the health. No, you're you're absolutely right. That um, w- one of the key factors to controlling any allergy, whether that be hay fever, whether that be an allergy to uh, dust mite or indeed to pet hairs, is to try and reduce your exposure uh, to these allergens. So if people are not managing to uh, wa- wash their bedding, frequently enough or vacuum the floors frequently enough or indeed forgetting to vacuum under the bed for example um, then the chances are they're not going to be reducing the 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 numbers of house dust mite they're not going to be reducing then the 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 dung particles that these mites produce and that's what causes the allergy and therefore they're more likely to suffer the allergy reactions themselves so i think what the phillips home truths report highlights is that um you know it it highlights where the key hotspots are for for these allergens um, and what we can do to reduce their their concentrations i don't know about you guys but um i wouldn't want any dung particles about the house (laughs) i would try and get rid of them yeah the trouble is you don't see them so if you don't see them you think they're not there and it's only when you have um you know a runny nose or a wheezy cough or itchy eyes that it becomes apparent that actually that's the reason so you actually can't see dust mite feces. So, but it's still there. It's there in its millions and you need to be dealing with it. What about uh, pets as well, Aggie? Uh, we love our dogs and cats and uh, can they be harming our health? Definitely, absolutely. No, all the, it's called dander that comes from cats and dogs um, and um, all the, you know, the, the skin cells and hairs and the, Everything that sort of attaches to that is going to affect your health if you're susceptible to that sort of thing. So it's really important to, um, probably on a daily basis actually, particularly if you've got you know cats and dogs that um, shed a lot. And also if you're ever, you know, when you're grooming your pets, you need to be doing that outside so that um, your indoor air quality is kept as you know as as good as healthy as possible. I've got uh, two cats and mm. they are quite hairy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a bit of a nuisance. Sometimes I wish I could just go straight to the source and just uh, hoover them. (laughs) I think that would be the best thing. Well, what's stopping you? (laughs) Well, they're two big cats and they get a bit feisty, so I'll probably avoid it. But Rob, I mean, for people with asthma and other health conditions, it can't be good to have a home that is filled with uh, dust mites and and other particulates that uh, will be harmful. It doesn't help. And and I think what, what we should draw from the report is not a criticism of people and their cleaning habits, because I know increasingly we all live, you know, busier lives and, and it's harder to keep on top of these things. But but what the report does is, is, it, is it highlights where the hotspots are. You know, you, you've mentioned, you know, you've got two cats. Um, one of the things we, we, we advise people with, with, with pet allergies is to limit where in the home the, the, the pet's allowed to go. So, you know, the, the bedroom is a no-go area 
for pets if you've got a pet allergy and ideally keep them out of the living area as well because that's those are the areas where they're, they're the real hot spots for where we spend a lot of our time one of the things that people can think about are just the simple techniques that you can actually reduce your exposure to these allergens. So, you know, vacuuming once a week, uh, making sure that you vacuum under the bed, you know, actually vacuum the mattress itself and the, and the pillows. One of the things we see with people who've got dust mite allergy is that they do, they do practically everything right and then they forget that actually cuddly toys are a real place where, a real home for, for, for dust mite. These don't get washed or they don't get moved, so they just harbour these, these dust mite, you know, millions of them. A simple thing as putting those in the wash, if they're able to be washed, or if the cuddly toy can't be washed at, at the 60 degree you know, temperature, then stick it in a plastic bag in the freezer for at least 12 hours and then wash it afterwards at the temperature that it's able to be washed at. And that will kill the house dust mite from the cuddly toys. You know, it's things like, you know, if you're going to store um, toys and books and things under a bed, put them in a sealed container rather than just pushing them under the bed. It's quite remarkable how when people get into the habit of doing these things, their symptoms get get a lot easier. I mean, some people might consider using an air, an air purifier in the room, for example, in, in addition to vacuuming. It, it's what works for the individual. So that there really is no one size that fits all, but there are plenty of different sizes that will help people. Now, for some people, their mental health might play a factor in the cleanliness of their home. Aggie, I, I would imagine you've experienced <laughs> that in your time. Yes, definitely. I think, um, you know, there's a certainly, um, you know, a cycle of, um, you know, if, if someone becomes depressed, then they've got no energy and they lose interest in their themselves and their environment. And then you into this sort of downward spiral and it's really really difficult to um you know to, to sort of climb back out of it and it and yes and and then you you start sort of suffering all sorts of um physical um conditions as well as mental so yeah it's something to yeah to be aware of so i guess another reason just to try really try and keep on top of things around yeah, about the house. I, th- I think you know if if you sort of feel that you know life might be getting on top of you what a good idea is to start in a small area first just sort of think about just getting one small area of the the home clean and then the hope is that that's you know pleasing enough to you know want to sort of prepare you on to to doing other stuff and just finally what kind of tips could you give just some easy tips mm. just to even for people who might be struggling to start even mm-hmm. uh, you know tidying up their environment mm-hmm. well i think Particularly for people who um, who are sort of prone to allergies, it's really important to just simple things like vacuuming, particularly where you sleep and under the bed, because a lot of dust mites um, congregate under the bed, washing um, your bed linen once a week at at least 40 degrees. And um, if you uh, really do suffer, then vacuuming your mattress. I mean, there are specific mattress cleaners now that you can get if it really is a problem and people don't think about that but actually you know they they do exist and also in in the morning when you get up opening the window pulling back the duvet so that the air temperature is lower and then that the dust mites have less chance of surviving and of breeding excellent advice thank you so much aggie mckenzie and dr rob hicks thank you Stephen. lovely to talk to you